So how many people are fasting? Krichra. Krichra people? Okay, very good. Yeah, now, for those uh, who wanted to do it, but are feeling bad that they didn't do it till now, um, I can uh, teach one baby Krichra. I'm not making it up, you know, I made up just the name. It is actually called Pada Krichra. And it is to be done in, you know, last four days you can do if you want. If you want, okay? Yeah, not you over there. Yeah, don't look. Uh, she's, she's, she got excited. So, <laughs> so I had to tell <laughs> If you're diabetic, don't do it. Uh, but if you feel like it was too much, 12 days, but I wish I could do have a little taste of what Krichratvam uh, is like, you can do baby Krichra. And what is this baby Krichra fast? So it is one-fourth of the whole thing, okay? So if you start today, what is today? Sunday. Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, by Wednesday you will be done. When is the ritual done? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So by Wednesday you will be done. You will go beyond the ritual. So um, maybe it's too late today, but anyhow, I will just tell you. So it's a, it's a mini, compacted mini version. So, first day you only have lunch, no other meal. Second day you only have dinner, no other meal. You know. Third day you eat whatever comes, which is prasada or something there. Fourth day you don't eat anything at all, you can have some liquids, smoothie and juices, all that. Okay? So, that's a baby version, and uh, you can do that if you have a longing. Om Sahana Bhavatu, Sahana Hogunatu, Sahaviyam Karavavari, Tejasmi Navadita Mastumavit Vishavari, Om Shantishan Vishantihi. Yeah. Reminder for the phones to be of Masmadhulita Sarvangam Masmadhulita Sarvangam Jata Mandala Manditam Jata Mandala Manditam Dhyayet Devam Vrisharudham Dhyayet Devam Vrisharudham Ganeshwarayutam Haram Chant with, uh, you know, 
with passion yes because this is bhagavan's day so we'll do it again okay yeah i want to hear a room full of pandits yeah you know there is no difference between the aspirated and unaspirated uh, syllables everybody is chanting as this is not a lullaby okay ha ah. this is this is a this is a very powerful chant and i want you to feel it in inside your body i want you to feel it i want you to own it up Om Namah Namaha 
and then we have this uh, uh, that was a very important uh, <coughs> marker and then this continues in Anubhaka 4 and the Anubhaka 4 is uh, uh, 4 and 5 actually have a lot of uh, it is uh, there is this uh, Shakti uh, uh, Pradhanata meaning we are looking at Bhagavan in connection with and along with the Shakti what is the Shakti, uh, you know, Srishti, Sthiti, Samhara, this knowledge Shakti, Ichha Shakti, Jnana Shakti, Kriya Shakti, you know, the Shakti of, uh, the ability to manifest the universe and to maintain this manifestation and to withdraw it unto itself, that is, that those are important Shaktis. And then it is also seen in the form of, from the standpoint of the, the Vyashti, the individual, uh, what is that, body, mind, sense complex. We see this Shakti manifest, how? We see this Shakti manifest in the form of uh, Ichha, the ability to desire that everybody can, you know, relate to. You may not know what is uh, Srishti Shakti. You know, what can you create other than confusion? What can we create? Nothing. So, we don't know what is uh, create, creation Shakti, but we know Ichha Shakti very well. So, on the, uh, from the standpoint of the Vyashti, we, we call it Ichha Shakti, Kriya Shakti, the ability to do. And then before the ability to do, what do we need? Jnanam. Yeah, because only from knowledge, you know. Saha Akamayata, right? Saha Tapotakyata. This is in the Uchupanishad, Taitriya Vrish. So, Kamayata, Bhavusram Prajagyegeti. That tapaha is always, you know, vijaniyat. Uh, one must always see tapaha as jnanam. Tapaha doesn't mean Brahman sat and meditated because Brahman doesn't need to meditate. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, there is nothing to meditate upon and uh, there being nothing other than itself. So, tapaha means jnanam. And, and what is this jnanam? Smaranam. It is not even jnanam as in jnanam of the jagat because there is no jagat here to talk about. So, but there was a jagat in the past cycle of creation. So, this is, this jnanam is just a recall. It is a smriti of what? The previous cycle of creation. Yeah. So, same thing we see in the teaching situation. When the person, you know, the student approaches the teacher and says, Adhihi Brahma, you know, Adhihi Go, please teach me about Brahman, please teach me Brahman. Actually, the student is saying, Madartham Smara, remember how you were taught by your guru and use the same things to teach me. Ah. So similarly, Bhagavan also does this on a large scale. And what is that? It is, you know, what the tapaha here means, the knowledge of the previous cycle of creation. And what happens in the previous cycle of creation is what is being manifest right now, right here. And then, you know, that is what is, is the tapaha. It is, the, it, is, it is not some kind of a planning or anything. It's just recalling that. That's all. So that is a Shakti and uh, so that Ichha Shakti, Jnana Shakti, Kriya Shakti and these Shaktis are, uh, you know, are very much revered in the Indian context. We have so many Shakti Peethas, temples and centers of mother worship uh, in, you know, all over India. It's just amazing. And then we have these, this Puranic story, very interesting story. We have this Thala Purana. What is the Thala Purana? The Thala Purana of uh, the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, this Daksha Yajna. And what happens after Daksha Yajna? This uh, Shiva carries the body, the burnt, half burnt body of his, uh, you know, wife. And uh, he feels, he's grieving and he's doing a, dance of anger and grief and the, the dance of anger and grief is happening 
in the Himalayan region. Huh. Because that's where his abode is, you know, uh, that is the belief. And the, the dance is happening and then various burnt body parts are falling in various parts of the upper and lower Himalayas. Yeah, this is the whole thing. And so there are 51 Shakti Peethas right there in that area. Very, and then, you know, to an uninitiated Westerner or to even an uninitiated Hindu, this seems very gory. Somebody carrying the dead body of the wife, this is how it will be seen. And then uh, dancing around and then pieces, body parts falling. Oh, what is this? And then those body parts we are going and worshipping, you know, those places become, uh, you know, what is that? Uh, places of pilgrimage. But, we, we, you know, in, in the Hindu context, we cannot take anything literally. It's always metaphorical. Yeah. So, the, uh, so the Daksha Yajna is, is a dishonoring of Shakti in a different parallel universe. The dishonoring of the feminine principle, the mother principle, which is happening all too often. You know, even in this country, there is this, what is that called? Me Too movement. Yeah. Me Too should be rechanged into Ma Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about Ma. Yeah. Mother. It's, it's, it's not really Me Too, it is Ma. You know, Ma also is here. Ma is here and this is what the whole thing is. And so, this, uh, uh, you know, so it is, it is worldwide, it is gaining a lot of uh, traction, the reclamation of the feminine principle and the, uh, any, all kinds of, uh, what is that, you know, going against the um, desecration of everything feminine. And so, Daksha uh, Yajna is an example of, uh, you know, the desecration of the feminine principle the desecration of uh, renunciation because that's why she was dishonored because she was the wife of a renunciate and so all these things are very much there in in this narrative and then so what happened the desecration of the feminine principle shiva would bhagavan would not allow his own shakti to be desecrated and therefore he took her to places where she would be honored. Ah, that is how we would see. He took her to areas where uh, this, you know, she would always be remembered and honored as an integral part. So really speaking, even though these portions which have fallen, these 51 Shakti Peethas, and I'll uh, talk a little more about them as we, uh, as we progress, uh, these 51 areas where Shakti is honored, even though they are constantly, uh, you know, saying that, uh, you know, they, this is like, this is not a narrative of dismemberment. You know, here is a hand, here is a leg, you know, here are the eyes, all these things. But instead, it is appreciating uh, the whole uh, in, you know, in the only way that we can which is part by part, because we ourselves have identified with this body-mind-sense complex and we are ourselves trying to, uh, you know, get at the whole by objectifying the whole, which is not a possibility. Therefore, Bhagavan has given, in the form of these Shakti Peethas, uh, ability to connect to the whole, you know, and, uh, and see the whole in each part, which is very beautiful. Yeah. So there are some fantastic uh, Shakti Peethas, uh, you know, in, the, in that Kangra Valley of Himachal Pradesh and in the, uh, you know, in Uttarakashi, in all these areas, above, starting above Rishikesh, you start. And, uh, you know, there is one, uh, see, there is Jwala Mukhi in Himachal Pradesh. Has anybody gone there? Fantastic temple. Jwala Mukhi is where the tongue of the goddess fell. So people go there for, uh, and Jwala means fire. So Jwala Mukhi means it's like the, the, the tongue came, uh, uh, the tongue fell 
in this pot as a ball of fire. And the tongue is the Adi, is Jihwa, and Adishthana Devata of speech is Agni. Right. So in that way, it is very much there. So people go there for, uh, you know, Vak Shakti. So if you want to become a great orator and people to listen to you, that's the, that's the place to go worship. Ah. So that is Jwala Mukhi. And then we have the, um, what do we have? We have another one, which is Naina Devi. Naina Devi, where the eyes of the goddess are there. And, and they become the Adhishthana Devata for eyes. So any kind of vision problems and, you know, people go there. And uh, not just that, people just go there to worship a, uh, you know, a aspect of the mother. And in the in those eyes, you see the whole. In that tongue, you see the whole. You don't go and just do, you know, tanga and namaha. You don't go <laughs> just worship the tongue. You are worshipping the whole goddess. And that is the beauty of it. Even though it's a... It's, it can be read as a narrative of dismemberment. It's all teaching us about the whole. How, first of all, even though there is one part of the goddess, we are worshipping the whole. And even though Shakti we are worshipping, she is non-separate from Shiva. Shiva is non-separate from Shakti. We are looking at the whole. And then we have the, uh, you know, uh, we have Kamakya, where the yoni of the goddess fell. And very beautiful temple. I'm told I have not gone there. And then we have one more. We have this above Rishikesh in Narendra Nagar. There is one place uh, in, in the hills above Rishikesh. Uh, uh, you know, Kunjapuri. Actually, it is Kuchapuri where the breast of the goddess fell. Beautiful. And then you go there and you look for the goddess. There is no goddess. There is just a hollow in the ground in the shape of a breast. Yeah, awesome. Very, very wonderful. And, you know, and so a lot of people who have cancer and difficulties, you know, they all go there. And they, you know, ask for uh, redemption from their uh, uh, healing, pray for healing, all kinds of things. It's just a, you know, this is something which is so unique. So like this, these 51 Shakti Peethas are, uh, are there all over India. And even if you don't look at the Shakti Peethas, there are very important other Shakti Peethas where the goddess resides and uh, so it's it's about time and place and it's about transcending time and place that is the whole idea just because the shakti pitha pitha means place it's in a it's located in a certain place even though though one may go there but the whole idea is to embody that shakti and to see it everywhere so that is the it, it is a very beautiful wonderful wonderful uh, you know teaching about the, the the feminine principle and its connection to bhagavan and what do we say what is its connection to bhagavan you have to say it is bhagavan ah, which is the presiding deity of the next anubhaka we will see that ah. so this is the whole thing and uma sahitam you know and uh, uh, that's why Bhagavan is called Soma, you know, Umaya Saha Vartate. And so like this, you know, even though Soma also means moon, this is another uh, meaning that Puja Swamiji would always give. And uh, then, uh, so like this, you cannot look for Shakti other than Bhagavan. Bhagavan is Shakti. The expression of Bhagavan is Shakti. Speech of Bhagavan is Shakti. The, the creation or the manifestation is Shakti. And Stiti is Shakti, Laya is Shakti, everything is Shakti. And this Shakti comes in, uh, you know, various forms. What are the forms of this Shakti? You know, and we will be seeing as, as it comes. So, uh, on the face of it, we can divide the Shakti into two forms. What are they? Very benevolent, blessing Shakti. And the other one, uh, Ugra Shakti or the Shakti that puts an end to nefarious activities. <laughs> like Mahishasur uh, Mardini, you know, Chamundeshwari, Kali. Kali is the goddess of time. She puts an end to time. 
that's why when she greets you she puts her tongue out yeah like a two year old yeah <laughs> she puts her tongue out why it is to it is to basically say that you you know you is all your pride and what is the pride oh i am the lord of time yes i'm all caught up and kali just puts her tongue out you know you are caught up really i'm catching you up <laughs> oh i did all this in my short life of 25 years i'm a prodigy and i've done this and done that and i've discovered this and that really you know she puts her tongue out i mean yeah you know the tongue is is to is to is to an instant lesson in humility because here you go in front of bhagavan wanting one abhaya hasta blessing hand and one smiling face and here she puts the tongue out meaning immediately when you stand in front of kali you get afraid the tongue itself is enough to make you fear and then you you know when you want to avoid looking at the tongue you then you say let me look at other parts doesn't get any better because she is wearing the necklace of skulls ah she is wearing a big necklace of skulls and one bead is missing you know ah and what is that you know ah this <laughs> waiting to get into that spot ah. skulls of the beads one is missing and she is looking at you longingly yeah <laughs> <laughs> Meaning you are the yeah you are the missing link if not the missing link you know in the Darwinian theory <laughs> missing link has another meaning but here you are next of course you are next no but I am so healthy I am doing prajapatya krichra <laughs> yeah you of krichra I will make kachda that's what she is saying I will make kachda of this krichra this krichra krichra doesn't have anything you know there. Yeah, you know, Lord Yama may grant you two more years or five more years to enjoy, you know, because accidentally some healthy things took place over the, <laughs> over the course of intermittent fasting for twelve days. Now, you know, now there is this big passion. You, know, you uh, Google intermittent fasting, and you in the, in in this Google, Doctor Google will tell you. Yeah, Doctor Google is for people who don't, can't afford health insurance. and <laughs> so doctor google will tell you that intermittent fasting is the best way to reset the stomach microbes and the uh, stomach microbes are you know they rule you thought that you know these uh, you were looking at them through the microscope but they have been looking at your colon for a very long time <laughs> in fact it is their ancestral property your large intestine their ancestral property meaning you can never evict them yeah and if uh, you know gundas in your colon proliferate and do all kinds of horrible things and make you tired and make you sick you know you cannot get them out except through what intermittent fasting yeah and then what do they advise in intermittent fasting and you know the, the most famous kind is you know what is that 2 by 5 2 by 5 this is 2 by 5 you know every day you eat normally and then two days you only have lunch and nothing else you only eat during the day and nothing else you know this we already had ekadashi comes and uh, what else comes pradosha comes ekadashi comes you know so we are we were already doing 2 by 5 and sometimes people have you know some one day thursday they don't eat one meal and now we, we already have this 2 by 5 forever and then this is for normal resetting of the microbes and uh, and saving the planet because you're eating less now the other one <laughs> so the the other one if if supposing there are chronic diseases why i'm going into this i don't know but anyhow there be there, there is probably some reason so <laughs> we trust bhagavan and go okay so if there is a more uh, serious condition they say that you you have to trick the metabolism into resetting itself 
you know by by confusing it and not telling it when you are going to eat so one day lunch another day dinner like this you do it for a uh, you know they don't say 12 days but you do it for a few days and then you 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 stop eating completely then you eat one meal like this you keep doing and then it gets reset now prajapatya krichra and its baby version pada krichra all these things are, are just that yeah there is also one parna krichra parna krichra means you only eat grass juice and all the other you know palasha fruit and flower juice um, and uh, leaf juice all these things it's a, it's a it's a green fast green fast for vegans and you know so like this all these things are to you know to 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 reset the thing we already knew this yeah we already knew this long ago and then coming back to the story which started all of this the missing deed in what kali's mala yeah so these fasts will get rid of kalimala kalimala means mala in the kali yuga but it will not spare you from kali's mala ah yeah that is there yeah so kalimala will go because you will have antakarna shuddhi you will have chitta naishtalyam the stomach will feel better and then you will say why i was so food obsessed all the time i was thinking what will i eat next what will i eat next and then and then after doing this 12 day fast or the 4 day fast see i am now advertising the 4 day fast <laughs> oh, so after doing the 4 day fast then you come to a great enlightenment you know next time you start thinking of food you say not so fast why should, why why am i worrying about food you know so this kali is is the one who is who is the goddess of endings endings of what starting with your ahankara that's why this munda this this head is what is the is the site of ego because that's where all the thinking especially wrong thinking takes place here only <coughs> so kali takes care of the head is the goddess of the head lest you get ahead of yourself that's why that's why she is there to show the to show the uh, what is that to show the ego its place she is the same shakti who came in the third, who, who who was presiding over the third foot of lord vamana when ah uh, bali means sacrifice bali lost his head meaning bali lost his ego ahankara so this bali damana you know was that is this shakti and same thing ravana had 10 heads confused fellow and in one head itself he cannot manage all the thoughts going you know and all the pride all the raga deshas of one head it's, it's, itself is difficult to manage imagine if you had 10 of them you know where to go yeah ah, no hope for redemption but this kali is very very is a important manifestation of the shakti from the from the samashti standpoint from the standpoint of the collective she stands for you know laya samhara samhara means the the disappearing of various life forms various things extinction of various things in the universe and don't think you wait for pralaya to see kali each time something goes extinct starting with the brain cells she is <laughs> she is in charge okay and from the vyashti point of view from the point of view of this you know deha avachinna chaitanya from the standpoint of the the body mind complex you know which is from the consciousness conditioned as it were by this body mind complex she stands for the swallowing of pride ego everything that needs to go she is in charge so this this is what so even the so called destructive shaktis are having a purpose in life <coughs> so the earthquake and now uh, now there is one jwalamukhi 
uh, in Hawaii. Ah. The goddess, the tongue of the goddess has become a river of fire. Yeah. And this is connected to also the karmic, you know, the nimitta karna of the people's karma being uh, exhausted. Why? Because, you know, our own doings are in a way responsible for this. And then all these, quote unquote, you know, human made, man made, whatever you want to call it, human made, uh, you know, we unleash certain actions and then certain other karmakulas come. So, broadly, the shaktis can be divided into raudra shaktis, meaning frightening and terrifying forms on the individual and collective levels and you know like Kali etc. Kali and then earthquake, lava, what else you know, uh, melting ice, uh, what else, forest fires and the, and the hurricane, yeah. hurricane we have rechristened as something else, hurricane, yeah. <laughs> Hurricane, it's all. Ah, floods, and then uh, that uh, tornadoes, yeah, tsunami, and uh, all other things. And whenever earthquake comes, they say, oh, San Andreas fault in California. It's not anyone's fault. <laughs> ah, it is Bhagavan. <laughs> yeah. So, that is the thing. So the dosha, what we think is the dosha is actually rosha, meaning our own karmakalas being fructified for the people living in that region and it is directly connected with abuse of free will and abuse of resources. This is the, you know, it's all just a, it's an infallible order and in the form of all these storms and hurricanes and floods and uh, lightning, all these things. So this is this is what is called examples of Ugra Shakti. Then we have examples of this benevolent benign Shakti. What are some examples of that? Ah, that's very nice. Yeah, Jnana Shakti coming, you know, and also you know uh, what is that? Plenty of rain, not too much rain, you know, not atigrishti, but Plenty of rain, enough rain, you know. Like we we hear in this whole Vande uh, Mataram song. Sukhalam, Sujalam, like this, like this, all these things. So, you know, enough rain, enough, uh, you know, uh, uh, plenty, plentitude in everything, abundance. Abundance, you know, starting with the stomach. Abundance <laughs> in the stomach, abundance in, uh, in the surroundings. Abundance also in the heart. Yeah. What's the point in having abundance and not being able to give it? That's the worst, uh, you know, curse in a way. That's a shrapa. Who gave this shrapa? Like Bhasma Sura, one has given it to oneself. Yeah. <laughs> I have, but I will not give. What a sad situation. You know, but, but uh, money, we are not even talking of money. We haven't even gone that far. Even in terms of a smile, in terms of five minutes of your time, people start getting, you know, some kind of tarpanya dosha comes. Yeah, you know, some kind of a stinginess comes and overtakes. Yeah. And is apahata, you know, hijacked, kidnapped by what, you know, tarpanya. Means you, you can't be somebody comes, oh, I have no time, I have no time. And as soon as you see somebody approaching, you know, you duck. <laughs> yeah, why? Because the person is not to keep on talking, you know, retired, is not working, and then they have lots of time, so they want to talk about something. And usually they want to talk about which temple they went to. And you have no time for that. First of all, you have no time to go to temple, but you have no time to even listen about somebody who got so that even in even by chance one five percent of indirect punya through Shravanam, which you can get, you have crossed out. No time. Yeah. And smiling, you know, they say that 18 muscles are expended in smiling. That also nobody has, you know, this thing. So this kind of a what is the use of? Being 
what is the use of being blessed by Lakshmi when that and Lakshmi operates in two ways? We have this is a secret of Lakshmi. You have to understand this very very clearly since this whole Anuvakas four and five are talking about Shakti. You know, there is a Shakti predominance. Two 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 clues to Lakshmi, secrets of Lakshmi. You know, keys to Lakshmi. Well, key number one. You have to know that Lakshmi doesn't belong to you. Ayayo. <laughs> I was eagerly listening. Now you have put my... <laughs> now you have put one big stone on my head as it were. Yeah. Lakshmi doesn't belong to you. She belongs to Vishnu. She belongs to Mahavishnu. Yeah. She just comes to have some tea with you. That's all. Yeah. And that's enough. You don't want her to belong to you. Ah. That's enough. You invite her and she just comes, chan chan, all dressed up, anklets, bells and whistles. She comes, she sings, she blesses. And, you know, and as soon as, you know, you have a plan, you know, you look at the significant other, the significant other looks at you, and you have trained the children also. As soon as Lakshmi comes, you bring out the handcuffs uh, or the rope and you tie her to the chair. After giving her tea, she will disappear. She will disappear. Yeah. That's why in the in that famous uh, Arati song, which is that Jaya Jagadisha. Dhan man dhan sab kuch tera. Kuch nahi. Mera. And this fellow sang one day. Vishnu got very happy. <laughs> oh, he is understanding everything. He is a jnani. Then he sang it the very next day. Then Vishnu got angry. My money is yours. My life is yours. My body is yours. Everything that you have given me is back to you. Are he gave me everything yesterday. Now he is giving again. <laughs> what is there to give? <laughs> ah, we have to sing again and again. Because there is, you know, yeah. That is the Devi of forgetting that, <laughs> that is presiding over the mind. Yeah, yes, this Mriti Bhagavati presiding over the mind. And so therefore, we have to keep on saying this because it's very easy for the Ahamkara to come and say and tie up Lakshmi. So the first, so key to having abundance. Lakshmi belongs to who? Vishnu, not to you. So therefore, you have to understand that all abundance comes from the Lord. And it is just giving, you are just a bank. Yeah, Lakshmi is the account number. That's all. You are just the bank. Just like the bank teller who is counting a lot of money cannot say, oh, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich. You know, when they count the money. That would be a, a wrong thing. Correct? Very interesting karma, bank teller. You, you are in... You are in co constant contact with Lakshmi, but uh, you can't take anything home. doesn't belong to you. So like this, you have to treat your own bank accounts, number one. Number two, Lakshmi prospers, you know, if you want to keep Lakshmi, you give her away. Ah, it's like Purnamadaha Purnamina, you know. That is whole, this is whole, you know, your bank account is whole. And when you give away from the bank account, what remains is the whole. Ah, not H-O-L-E. W-H-O-L-E. Oh, but I don't have. Ah, when you say I, actually that was a three things. So the number three, you know, key number three, point number three to enjoy and have lots of Lakshmi is to take out the words from the vocabulary. What? I don't have. I don't have, I don't have enough, I don't have to give, I don't have to give to you. These, all these variants of these uh, uh, words, what is that? I don't have, we have to purge from the vocabulary. Because when you say I don't have, you, you know, what happens to Lakshmi? She is there, no problem. But her elder sister comes, Jeshtha comes. Who is this Jeshtha? What is her name? Ah. 
Kalakshmi the unpronounced. <laughs> so, Jeshtha. And in North India, Jeshtha comes and writes the, uh, she is a manifestation of the Vidhi Devi. Ah, and you know, she is not invited to the baby naming ceremony. But, you know, when the baby is named, she quietly sneaks into the, what's its name? Cradle and writes bad things, bad karma on the baby's forehead. But that's why after that Lakshmi comes and she cannot wipe it all out, but she mitigates it, you know. Yeah. So I think she comes on the fourth day or the fifth day. Then we have this Lakshmi, a form of Lakshmi coming on the sixth day. She is called Shashti or Chati Devi in, in North India. And she comes and erases most of this elder sister's work. So what is this elder sister? This is actually a wonderful archetype, you know. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll talk about. Ah, yeah, Lakshmi and Jeshtha, we will talk about that, yeah. So, uh, so this is she's a wonderful archetype. So I won't say much now because we'll have a long talk later. Uh, on the 23rd, is it? Yeah, 23rd evening, we'll have that talk. So this Jeshtha is a, is a force to be reckoned with because she is, you know, she is the uh, abiding force, an embodiment of scarcity. Yeah, scarcity. And this, there is no scarcity except what is felt within this city. Yeah, within this city, Puri, uh, you know, or, you know, within this, uh, uh, within this uh, city, what, you know, the scare that is felt, that is the only scare city. That's all within this city. So, therefore, the, the third thing to remember is to never say, I don't have. So, a recap. What are the three things to enjoy and uh, uh, master, have mastery over Lakshmi? What are the three things to do? Yeah, first thing is to abide in the knowledge. You know, even Vedanta can come later, but first abide in the knowledge. What? Lakshmi belongs to Lord Vishnu, Goddess Lakshmi, doesn't belong. Idam Namama. Yeah, like you say after every every yajna. Yeah. Vishnave Swaha Idam Namama. Exactly. So that's the thing. And then second point. Yeah, if you want to master Lakshmi, you master it by giving it away. And you know, Pooja Swamiji followed this throughout his life. You know, and uh, somebody would come with a don donation, you know, and Pooja Swamiji, big donation, somebody would come. This is for, you know, something, for, for your project, Swamiji, and I have saved this up and brought it. And Swamiji would be very happy, bless them. But more than Swamiji being happy, all of us who were working with this project were very happy because Swamiji had already spent the money before it had come. <laughs> <laughs> we were heaving a sigh of relief, Abba, thank God. <laughs> yes, Swamiji's blessing, Santalpa, Bhagavan has come through, you know, yeah. You keep Lakshmi, she goes away. You, when you keep giving, you know, Lakshmi turns into Mahalakshmi. Yeah, you watch and see. You watch and see. There is this story told that, you know, that, that this fellow was there with his family, very poor, having so much poverty, always poor. And couldn't even, you know, couldn't even afford food for his family. No food. And then he prayed to the goddess. Oh, Lakshmi, you know, why are you? Why does your elder sister have a permanent abode in my house? <laughs> Take her away. Huh? Make sure that there is at least always one sack of rice in my house. And Lakshmi was very pleased, pleased because it was a sincere prayer. She said, Tathastu, there will always be a bag of rice in your house. And then suddenly one bag of rice came in stood there and this fellow still went with a begging bowl because he wanted to hold that bag of rice. Uh, 
and then soon i won't go lot into this story but soon the bag of rice turned into a bag of termites which ate my rice eats it up and then he cried again what happened to your thing you know yeah because every day you are going to beg for a bag of rice why should i bother you always have a bag of rice but if you because many the story goes that many people came to his door you have so much rice give me some no yeah no absolutely not not for you and so this 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 is the whole uh, this is the whole secret of uh, owning and mastering a very big component of shakti which we are directly connected with because this is all about sthiti sthiti means uh, the sthiti shakti you know what is sthiti maintain this is the shakti of manifestation srishti sthiti the sthiti is pervaded by lakshmi so if you want lakshmi you have to give it away this is what we see even in the in that story when uh, uh, krishna and sudama the students of rishi to sandeepani sandeepani is you know they went into the forest and the rishi patni gave uh, some chana to sudam to share and uh, and then what happened krishna was tired he lay down on sudama's lap first he asked for water and sudama suddenly became ayurvedic doctor and said water must not be drunk on an empty stomach <laughs> go to sleep and he put him to sleep on his lap and when he thought lord krishna is asleep sneaking the chana and enjoying the chana and krishna in his sleep said what is that noise what noise no noise <laughs> it is my teeth chattering it is cold over here it's my you know uh, top teeth clicking against the bottom teeth repeatedly because it is cold go back to sleep no but i feel like you know i had a dream that somebody was eating chana lord krishna gave him a you know a, a, way, a, a way out to confess right there and redeem himself stupid fellow said no no nobody is eating it must be some wild animal eating Ah, and what did he get? Daridrya. So you know, and when you tell the story, you know, to children, we we say, oh, he did this. That's why this happened. No, here we have to look at it more deeply. It's it's his own scarcity, and that holding and that fear, you know, invites this elder sister. That's what it is, and then. much much later when he was so ashamed so poor and he gave a handful of you know puffed rice from his own earnings willingly and then what you know the lord blessed him with a golden palace and a golden whole city to enjoy this is what it is in fact he ate three mouthfuls he was going to eat more but rukmini rukmini is shakti she stopped him why because he, even bhagavan cannot go against the the prarabdha so karma phala can be mitigated but certain uh, prabala prarabdha strong prarabdha cannot be you know overcome it has to be you know what is that you know as adi shankara says prarabdha ihatu bhujyatam yeah it has to be exhausted by experiencing by becoming exhausted <laughs> that is the <laughs> that is the, that is the only way to uh, this thing prarabdha karma and uh, so therefore this uh, uh, this this shakti is not to be toyed with yeah we have she is the mother uh, she is the mother that that is compassionate benign the one that feeds the one that nourishes she is the mother that takes away disciplines scolds desecrates decimates and things that are not needed so these are the uh, the what is that the broad uh, classifications of the of the manifestations of shakti that are seen in the uh, in the thing that's why even diseases like 
is Mari Amman, you know. Sheetala Devi, which in, in the north she is known as Sheetala Devi, south Mari Amman. So it's a presiding deity of all kind of foxes. Very interesting because there's so much knowledge there. You know, she's adorned with a garland of neem leaves and again, you know, to keep the fox away, that neem leaf is, uh, you know, used. Antibacterial immediately. And then Arati, because, you know, they do only two and a half because you don't want her to bless you fully. Because, <laughs> yeah, the blessing of Sheetala Devi completely means what? You come down. Yeah. With the disease, one comes down. So one doesn't want any kind of pox. And this includes measles, all these things. Yeah. She is in the form of the MMR <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Ah. So she is in she is in so many forms, and she is in the form of that very disease. So you don't want you don't want her to bless you. You only want her to not curse. So, Arati means at least three times. Here, the person does two times and the and the priest will take it away from, will do a slightly ulta Arati and take it away. And a lot of cool things are given. Lassi is given. And that uh, soap, the uh, grams, chana is given. All these things are ways, you know, that the same thing that is given to her is the diet for the patients suffering from this disease. It's just really brilliant. It's just so brilliant, you know. This uh, embodiment of of various uh, benevolent and difficult things. I don't know the time. What is the time? Oh, and tomorrow maybe give some. Okay, we still have a little bit of time. Yeah. So then, uh, then after that, you know. So this is what is the uh, the general classification. So namaha avyadhinibhya. You know, asamantat. Vedhum Shaktaha Sriyaha Avyadhinyaha Avyadhinyaha. Okay. So, uh, Namaha. Namaha uh, means salutations. Means we worship, we take seriously all those Shaktis. You know, Vedhum. Vedhum Shaktaha means those that can trouble, that can pierce, that can cause pain, that can cause sorrow. All those Shaktis, the feminine forces of the Lord, here said in multiple because they come in many uh, forms. Unto them Namaha. What does this mean, Namaha? Namaha means I you know, worship them from a distance. <laughs> why from a distance? Don't want them to come to me. And why will they come to you? Your own karma phala, really, that's all it is. So therefore what? This prayer in the fourth Anuvaka is designed to neutralize the prarabdha which unleashes those shaktis, which could unleash those shaktis in my life. This is what the whole prayer is. It's, it's just fantastic. Really, really wonderful. You know? The question you, you write down, I'll have time for questions. Say, Namaha Vividhyanti Bhyascha. You know? Vividham Vedhum Shaktaha. The same thing. So, Avyadhini means, Asamantak means completely. Not a single stone is left unturned. They, they, you know, pierce through all kinds of things, even any barriers that you may have put up against the Shaktis, all the known variables you may control. But like the Jeshtha writing in the North Indian uh, parables, writing the um, uh, difficult karma on the child's forehead, they sneak in somehow. Ah, you don't need, you know, like Lord Yama doesn't need a doorway to come through. Yeah. <laughs> Can be, can be at the at the at the tip of a pin. What happened to a famous astrologer? I forget the name. He had looked at his jatakam. He had looked at his horoscope, and then <laughs> and then it said if he survived these 48 hours, which were uh, there was a big uh, difficulty, 
and uh, he would he would live up to 94 he was probably in his 50s and if he didn't survive it would not you know it would just be gone so he called his family told told them that and then he didn't go to his office he made himself a little padded cell and everything cooked boiled no raita no salad you know <laughs> no salad means no e coli all these things you know <laughs> nothing everything sterile and uh, he he said he's not going to see anybody and he kept a journal and you know and then you know time went on he ate only very little and boiled water all these things he kept very strict you know solitude and he was a bhakta so he kept writing his journal and uh, when it was almost 48 hours and he said oh two more hours to go and then after the last meal something got stuck in the teeth absently he took you know in those days they used to have a pin he was reading somebody's horoscope and he took the pin and just dislodged it god yama and shakti of bhagavan sitting at the tip of a pin immediately tetanus and he knew it and he banged at the door called to be released they took him to the hospital too late finished because the time period was not restricted so that's why we worship from a distance because anything that's supposed to come two things we pray for let it come and let it be let it just in the terms of coming be be more benign than it was before let it be a benign manifestation and two let me have the strength to deal with it because we cannot avoid many things in this world you cannot avoid so what you cannot avoid what do you do you pray for the strength to face may your compassion may your daya be with me may your strength be with me give me the strength to face what cannot be cured what cannot be altered and surrender to the altar of worship this is what the whole thing is and so like this avyagini uh, and vividhyanti all these shaktis we we uh, invoke at the beginning of the anuvaka because we start from the destructive shaktis you know like when you go to your friend and say i have good news and bad news and generally people will say what bad give me the bad news first this is what so we are dealing with the bad news first then we can <laughs> look into the well because the benevolent thing is is not a problem and the human mind is so immature that anything that's not a problem doesn't require a prayer this is our thinking ah we only pray when we are in uh, trouble everyone is a 911 bhakta yeah <laughs> emergency bhakta has bhagwan on speed dial 911 and ah. well, that's that's the problem and so therefore we start with these shaktis because this is what gives the problem and i pray to to her in all these myriad and various forms that can come collectively and individually collectively means storms and lava etc individually means whatever prarabdha in my own life and come and trouble me and so namaha to them and how to overcome them i've already given you those three points those three points which i gave for goddess lakshmi applies to all these shaktis that trouble yeah same thing when when your relationship with goddess lakshmi is okay then samhara shakti has no cannot touch you really that is the whole thing you have to write the relationship with mahalakshmi then things go very well because mahalakshmi she is the goddess of abundance but she also if she is used properly is used is it can be used to give vairagya and to understand the meaning of vairagya and then there are certain other kinds of shakti uganaha who stands for not ugraganaha no ukrishtaganaha other exalted shaktis who come in benign forms like the seven mothers very ancient form 
of Uvavas. Seven Shaktis, seven mothers, they are always together, called Saptamatrikas. Yeah. Who are they? Brahmi, Maheshwari, Kaumari, Barahi, Jamundi, and then two more have gone. Vaishnavi, one more is MIA. Uh, yeah, Varahi, Vaishnavi, Chamundi, Brahmi, Maheshwari, Indrani. Yeah. So, these are the Saptamatrikas. And they are, you know, they are uh, credited with uh, bringing about the seven continents, mothering the seven continents uh, in the, in the, on, on the earth and they have other benign, uh, you know, functions and so we worship them and we pay our respects to them because of whom we are alive and they keep the things going and so that is, and you know, you can read up what is Brahmi Shakti, what is, you know, all these things because they also have to do with the Siddhis, they are connected to the Siddhi Devatas, you know, uh, uh, what is that, Anima, Laghima, all these, how many Siddhis are there? Uh, Ashta Siddhis, eight Siddhis are there. So these, these Saptamatrikas are connected to those eight Siddhis and uh, they they give, uh, you know, yeah, they give a lot of uh, compassion, they teach us compassion. And they teach us how to mother, regardless of whether, whether one is a man or a woman. How to, you know, because really this mothering is transgender. It's not a, a function for women alone. Everyone has to grow into mothering for the planet. Mothering, mother means compassion. That's what it is. So these Shaktis are all compassionate Shaktis. And they, you know, they protect the earth. So they have a very important ecological component and so so on so uh, next uh, tomorrow we shall see starting at bright and early at seven o'clock in the morning om purnamada purnamitam purnat purnamadakshate purnasya purnamadara purnamivakshate om shanti 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 hari om shri guru namaha hari om